Hey, welcome to Baseball Mainly. I'm your host, Jess Monticello. With me today is Corey Stewart. Hello, baseball world. And on and in the studio with us, Ethan Perlman, the human stats machine. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> well, we've decided we're going to talk about the winter meetings because... Uh, it's winter and it's cold in Detroit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. And there's really nothing else going on that we can look forward to, um, I think, during the wintertime for sports I mean, in there's Detroit. N- there's no snow. There's no snow. There's no snow. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, all the other Detroit sports are really, uh, they're, they're grasping onto life. I mean, I thought I had, I had a little faith in the Pistons, but uh, now it's, uh, now it's the, back on to baseball. Down the toilet go the Pistons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, they uh, they picked up some free agents uh, this year, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and their pitchers mainly. Yep. Winter meetings this year was in uh, Las Vegas at the beautiful Mandalay Bay. Um, wish I could have gone; would have been would have been nice. But I, I, it was quiet this year. Nothing really big happened. The only big thing that happened for me was Andrew McCutcheon, one of my favorite players. Yeah, I like the way McCutcheon plays ball. It is. Uh, very obvious to me that age catches up with all of us. Yeah. Maybe more obvious to me than to you guys. <laughs> no, trust me, Jess. I, uh, yeah, I, I know what age is, and it's, it's hitting me harder than, than I expected. <laughs> well, Tyson Ross. Yeah, Tyson Ross. Uh, yeah, he was big. Ethan, what, what would we have on stats for last year? Where did he play? He was in uh, St. Louis, right? He was in uh, St. Louis and in San Diego last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a combined 8-9 and nine record between the two. With a with a four fifteen ERA in twenty three starts, he pitched in thirty one games, one hundred and forty nine and two third innings, one hundred and twenty two strikeouts with a one thirty ER or one thirty WHIP. That's not bad for no. right handed pitcher. I'll take that now. I really will. Well, he would be one of our better pitchers based on the stats from what we had last year. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, I mean, I, I know we're in the growing phase with the Tigers right now. I know we're really kind of trying to set that rotation down, trying to get the bullpen going. But honestly, it's, you know, if we can pick up pieces like this who are a little bit more seasoned, I mean, let's see. Tyson Rossi started in 2010 with the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. He looks like he was cruising for a while he had a bad season i think with the padres in 2016 but i mean that was you know really he wasn't really used in that in that time well he is 31 years old 31. so we don't know if he plant he figures into the long range but if he has a uh, decent season maybe he can get us some uh, prospects right i mean deadline. i mean that's really what we're doing nowadays yep, right you're, you're trying to pull another mike fires yeah. out of your hat and look what would happen with that i mean that was actually solid for us it, it, i mean it really and it was, was good for mike fires to get out there and you know he's he was a utility piece we knew it was going to happen mm-hmm. it was exciting to see him during the time that he was playing in as in a you know the old english d i enjoyed the fact that we actually got to watch good baseball again and you know, to the Tiger fans out there, I have to just say, look, we know that it's going to hurt, but it's not going to be the 90s. If everybody remembers the <laughs> 90s, the, uh, Tigers baseball of just grueling, grueling games and and zero wins, no potentials. Next year was just the worst, the worst, and then 
it just kind of came down to really, um, you know, coming into 2006 was uh, the turnaround with Jim Leland. Yeah, and uh, uh, a surprise signing of Pudge. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That really, that changed things here. And, and it changed my attitude toward baseball, and I think other people who are fans, yeah. to know that uh, the team was going to spend some money and um, work at getting good. And before you knew it, we were in a World Series. We are, and that's what the rebuilding process is. And I, and I think a lot of fans, though, are trying to hope and pray that it's not a full rebuild so that we yeah. can get back to competing a lot sooner, but... I mean, you look at teams that have gone through the rebuild most recently, the Houston Astros, yep. Chicago Cubs. Yep. There is a reason why they are winning now and have won the last few years. It's because they're stacking. They're they, stacking. They're stacking up these these really wonderful prospects. They're really going out and doing great scouting jobs. And and but, but by stacking, you also have more shots to hit. I mean, with, with Houston, there was really only one huge miss. No, and yeah. That, and that was... Um, Appel, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else so far that they took in the last few years with their number one pick, Correa, Bregman, mm-hmm. um, those are guys that for the next few years are just going to be their catalysts. And they're oh, all totally. stars. Yeah. Complete all stars. Well, look at look what they did. They got our best pitcher. They got a guy who was supposed to be, you know, buried in Detroit. <laughs> With the old English D tattooed t- to his chest, he married a Michigan girl. <laughs> I'm talking about Justin Verlander, guys. It's it, he, They went out and made a huge move by getting him. And he got two rings in the uh, offing, one for a World <laughs> Series and one for a wedding. Yeah, I don't know which one was the better one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we also, we also picked up Matt Moore, uh, a lefty, which uh, mm-hmm. I think you could probably have a 10 ERA and they'd sign you in the big leagues if you're left-handed and you could throw the ball over the plate occasionally. Huge. Well, do you remember the year, what, 2012, when we had five right-handed aces in our in it stacked? I mean, it was... I mean, you did have David Price, so you did have one right. lefty. Yeah, had a lefty. Yeah, you had a lefty. But, I mean, at that same time, it's, uh, you know, I, I trust in lefties. I think that brings a lot of uh, diversity, I think, you you need at least one lefty. I feel like you do every rotation. Oh, definitely, and that's why I'm slightly concerned about the prospects. That yeah, we have we well, have no top end lefty prospects. Tell uh, me, tell me about Matt Moore's ERA last year. Matt Moore's ERA last year, an ugly six point seven nine. Mm. Coming off a of surgery though, right? Uh, yeah, and I mean I know that Texas was really hoping he would be back to. Form that he was in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It's not promising when you come off a of surgery. No, and you have a three and eight record and a six seven nine ERA and a one point six six WHIP. Yeah, in on, in only a hundred and two innings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think with any surgery, I mean, you, you got to look at uh, wear and tear of the body. Mm-hmm. You got to look at the fact that you're not going to be the same guy you were when you were. Throw in what what Matt Moore have he had lowest ERA I think was when he was pitching with Tampa in uh, 2014 I think he was a 270 ERA but that was around two games I think that he was only pitching first I mean yeah you're you're not gonna get a fireball but you you know I've seen guys in the league where they go from normality and the regular routine of the same ball club and then all of a sudden you they change dramatically 
if they get traded to a new club. New, fresher feeling. You don't have to worry about the last season. You have a fresh season. You got you got veteran guys, you know, and you got um, guys that you can teach. I mean, that was the big thing. Well, he's certainly worth taking a chance on in, in light of where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only 29 years old at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little bit of, of improvement. Uh, he could... He could be a factor in uh, at the trading deadline to get some more prospects. Get some more prospects. If not, you know, just another piece to adding on to or trying to help these other prospects kind of grow. Well, and one thing that I'm now kind of wondering as I'm looking at where he's played, he's played in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. He's played in San Francisco. He's played in Texas. Mm-hmm. He's played in three warm areas. Yes, how is he going to do pitching in a much colder <laughs> environment than those three? Maybe are that's you, what he needed. Maybe are, you, maybe. are you implying that Detroit is cold on opening day? <laughs> I am. I'm going to say it's even cold a few weeks in. Yeah. I, for those of you that don't know, I used to work at Comerica Park. And it was a May game against the Yankees. I had on two pairs of of long underwear (laughs) and i was still cold oh my god being being on that being on that right field line bundled up i was just hoping and praying the game got over real quick but that's all about that's all about the game though so you were shagging the the fall balls yes i made a sports center top 12 play whoa whoa That's still pretty good. I would, yeah. Yes, I thank, mean. thank you, Carlos Beltran. Yeah. Hit the ball. Well, we and got we right got too. an infielder too, which I think we needed desperately with Big uh, the departure of Iglesias. At yeah, least I'm not expecting them to uh, find a way to bring him back. No, no. too much. It would it would have been too much, and I think Iglesias will. He, I think he needed something different to really shine. You know, has he signed anywhere? Uh, not yet. I don't believe. Not that I've seen, but he'll get picked up. I think you know. I fully expected yeah. him to be signed by the Yankees as uh, you know a little insurance against. Uh, oh, I'm looking at Boston to sign him. coming back. I think uh, Boston might go back after him because uh, Dave Dombrowski loves using old Tiger parts <laughs> and well, then putting back together the Tiger team of well, old well, in not, Boston. Well, not, not only that, but in a few years, Bogarts is going to be a free agent. Yeah, and you know Bogarts, he was off and on in the middle of the year. Why not bring in a guy like Iglesias? Back where he was originally supposed to start? Exactly, but Mm -hmm. also to platoon. Sure. Maybe, you know, because, I don't know. I feel like Iglesias is a defensive upgrade over Bogarts. Yep. Um, And right now, the second base position for Boston is Pedroia, and that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, because Kinsler Kinsler is now with San Diego. Oh. Kinsler gets to be in nice warm weather again. (laughs) But the thing that I look at heavily... With that is, if Pedroia goes down injured, you can probably move Bogarts to second. Or what you do is you put Devers at second, mm-hmm. and you can put Inglacius or Bogarts at third. Yeah, and then whoever is not at third is at short. So you're you really don't think, still, you don't think though Iglesias would want to kind of be the everyday guy. I th- I think he would, but like, how old is Pedroia? It's like forty. I mean, God, I mean, I, mean, I think Justin Pedroia's. I mean, that's. He, remember, he was in the big poppy era. Yeah, I mean, that he was, is a. He concerns me about being a real injury risk, and I think if Boston is smart, you get a defensive-minded player who can hit for a decent average. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think if Inglesias was forced into it, he could play third base, and he would be one hell of a third base. He was player. originally playing third base when we got him. Yeah. That's yeah. what he, yeah. Yeah. he wanted to get away from. So him. I mean, oh, Jordy Mercer. Big. Is, is Jordy. The guy. Huge. I think, that was, I think that was the right move to go after, after Jordy. I mean, he, he, he platooned in Pittsburgh for a very long time. Yeah. I think he's uh, he he he's an all around guy. He kind of reminds me of the utility guy that we had in. Um, oh my gosh! Now I'm blanking again. Not Romine? every Romine, Romine. You had Romine. You had Don Kelly. Josh I mean, Wilson. Josh Wilson. I mean, he, I'm excited about this. I think that was a very smart move to go after. He, Jordy he's Mercer. definitely an upgrade in the batting. Oh yeah, yeah. two fifty one last year. Mm-hmm. Three fifteen on base percentage. Yep. Uh, the the downgrade from Iglesias is I don't think he's as good with the glove. He's, Maybe not as much range. He is a faster player though, so that may he does make have up, good speed. That mm-hmm. may make up for the range Cause, on defense. Because Iglesias led us in stolen, stolen bases last mm-hmm. year, which is I don't know what I want to say on that. Tigers need to learn how to steal bases. I don't know. I mean, during the Osmus years, they wanted to play the small ball. They wanted to steal more bags. They wanted to get around and get get to third base faster. But, off of but, it, but when your fastest guy on the team isn't stealing bases, and by that I mean Jacoby Jones. Yeah, yeah. And now, well, uh, well, um, you can't steal first base. You That's can't. been the problem. True. With no the Tigers. No. Um, but I, I think with. Where we're going with the Garden Hire era, I think it's gonna it's gonna be a mixture of both. I don't think we're gonna need to have a guy who's stealing thirty bags a season, but uh, it would be nice. I it, mean, it would be. Yeah, remember when we had Quinton Berry? Gosh, that's I mean, who it was. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think yeah, of this Quentin earlier. Berry. Yeah, was, and he was the he was guy that bunted triple. the yeah. guy that bunted the triple. Yeah, he bunted the triple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was that fast. Yeah, and, and everybody was on his on his. On you his know, coattails. They talk about having 15 minutes of fame. He had about 15 days of fame <laughs> here in Detroit. Everybody and, and wanted a Quentin Berry jersey. I, I, I would I would have been happy to have had that. Yeah. I, uh, you know, people who love baseball and to think about what it takes to get to the big leagues for just a moment in time is amazing. Uh, well, uh, we we also drafted in the in the Rule Five draft, yeah, yep. you got a guy named Reed Garrett. You got him from the Texas system, and uh, you know his numbers look pretty good. Not if too you, bad. If you can translate them to the big leagues, and you add, I don't know, thirty, uh, yeah, to his uh, ERA, he still looks pretty good. Twenty six years old, not bad. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, he's he's he seems pretty seasoned. He he seems like he knows where he's going, and plus he's got a beard. I mean, anybody's got a beard, you got to know that he's. Well, you know, be all right. I, I, on top of on top of these numbers, uh, if you look, he has been a closer mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah, he had twenty one out of twenty five save opportunities last year, mm-hmm. and so at least he knows what that looks like. Yeah, and uh, you know, our closer for the last two years, our closer for the last twenty years, uh, has always been. Uh, you know, they called Todd Jones a roller coaster, right? <laughs> They've all been roller coasters. Yeah. My, my mom always called him the heart attack man. <laughs> no, the every time they come, they come in, yep. 
to start having your heart attack now because... 15 to 1, Tigers are up, going into the ninth. <laughs> we're going to bring in Todd Jones just because, and all of a sudden it's like, it's wow, 15, 15 to, to 13. 13. Yeah, I'll tell you what, as long as we get out of it with a win, that's what we're looking for. I mean, for. that's really our motto in Detroit, isn't it? As long as we get out of it with a win. And we don't make it easy. And, and you know, uh, the 84 season spoiled us. Uh, Willie Hernandez, had, yeah. Guillermo Hernandez, was unbeatable. You seemed, screw, he seemed untouchable that at the time. That screwball yeah. was amazing. Yep. And they knew it was coming and couldn't hit mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, the following year, I actually talked to him at one point, really? and he said, you know, you could ask Parrish. He said, I, I had better stuff in 85 than I had in 84, and yeah. it just didn't work out as well. <laughs> Well, and the one thing about Reed Garrett that I'm looking at that is a positive sign, in last year he only gave up three home runs total. That's huge. In those 61 and two-thirds innings. In previous years he was given up 10, 13, 18. So that big decline... I will welcome that in any I will, in a, in, a, in a pitcher's-friendly ballpark like Comerica, which was not really pitcher-friendly last nope. year. Did you see how many home runs <laughs> got knocked out into, not even just into the bullpen areas, but, nope. man, people were hitting opposite field like they were Miggy, like they invoked a Miggy, <laughs> and it was just immediate, just like, oh, well, there goes another home run. It's like, oh, yeah, Comerica, by the way, well, is this... a pitcher-friendly <laughs> mark. Well, you know, Garrett had an overall whip of one six uh, of uh, what was it one one twenty one twenty one yeah one twenty mm-hmm. however at triple a it was one sixty three mm-hmm. still had a really great era at triple a of two eighty four and an overall last year between double a and triple a of uh, two oh four yeah uh, you know and he's young he's twenty six that's young for a, a major league pitcher. Who was our last Rule 5 guy? Victor, was last Victor, Victor Reyes. Reyes. Victor Reyes. And this is why I love that we got a pitcher. With a position player, it is so hard to keep your Rule 5 pick. Ha- because yeah. the minute they can't do anything, normally you're sending them back to whatever team you got them from. Yeah. With a pitcher, if he pitches great, that's a bonus. If he pitches decent, you don't have to use him every game. No. Or every no. other game. Or every series. No, you He's really He's a guy don't. that could really ride the bench the whole entire, entire time. year. Entire year. And then, and then you sudden, figure out what to do with him. Right, but he oh. could be a flash in the pan. He could just immediately just go... And he, he's going to get a chance. Yeah, I think so. Oh, he will know, definitely. This our, year, I definitely think so. With our so. bullpen, he's going to get he a chance. He will get a chance. Yeah. So. Uh, well, and the starting, line, starting pitching looks like what? Boyd, Fulmer, Moore, Ross... Norris and Norris. Zimmerman. Yeah. And guess who had the lowest whip on the team as a starter? Fulmer. Boyd. Boyd. Really? One of your lefties. Yeah, hey, the who only. Was second? <laughs> who do you think was second in whip? I had already, Zimmerman. I had already gotten this wrong. I said Ross. But Did you? It was yeah. of that group. It's Zimmerman. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. And I think if he's healthy, he could really surprise us this year. I think so. I He looked good from the year that we picked him up a couple of years ago, right? Uh, it was 2003. Three, yeah, three years ago, right. Five-year deal. He's in his last two years. Last year, two years. Year. That's right. I, I think it's going to be good. I think he finally got acclimated to the American League. You know, coming from Washington, and hopefully he's healthy. Yeah, oh, man, health is 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 uh, a term in Detroit that everybody kind of uses lightly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully he doesn't pull a uh, 
Joel Zamaya. Oh man, no, yeah. Guitar hero. No guitar hero. No guitar. No, I think no. there should just be, you know, in the handbook. Here are things that you cannot do. Well, it's funny because actually a lot of players, like bigger name players, they're contracted yep. where they can't do a lot of things, like ride a motorcycle sometimes or do extreme sports or well, stuff like that. Very necessary. Being in, De- being in Detroit and as old as I am, I remember the Lions uh, doing a little parody on Another One Bites the Dust. <laughs> <laughs> and their season went straight in the toilet. Yeah. There. <laughs> well, if you if you look uh, down the lineup, it looks like this. I think it's going to be uh, Candelario, mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, Castellanos, if he doesn't get traded. Sure. Miggy, Goodrum, mm-hmm. Hicks, Griner, Jones, and Mercer. And if Miggy's hurt again and Castellanos gets traded, we may never score a run. I'm shocked <laughs> that they're, you know, if that's the predictions, then I, I, Nico needs to be up front, I think. I think Nico Goodrum needs to get up up, up front. He's well, a, he was the one that shocked me the most last year. Based on, based on uh, what uh, Ethan told me, because I'm not a big National League guy, mm-hmm. if Jordy Mercer has that kind of speed, maybe he's our leadoff guy because his batting average – you know, looks as good as anybody on the team from what I can see. I mean, as much as I think he could be the leadoff guy, I, I put him probably in the bottom of that lineup just because the bottom of the lineup that you just read, I have no faith in. Really? Well, Griner, I, I mean, Griner and Jones and Hicks? Come on. So I have faith in Hicks. Griner, I think this start of the season, he'll still be adjusting. I mean, he was pretty good for the few months that he was up at the end of this past year but now to be facing it every single day as a starter it'll take him a little while Mm -hmm. Hicks is the only one I have faith in yeah and is Hicks our backup catcher Hicks is right now the backup Griner will be the starter Hicks will most likely DH or play first that's an odd that's that's so odd to think that we're not going to have McCannon out there leading the pack. I'm just, it's weird to me. I mean, it was weird when Verlander left. It was weird when we got rid of Inge. It was weird when we just kind of went through the tolls of Johnny Damon and all those other guys. Even Salta Lamakia, which we, do we still have Salta Lamakia? He is in the minor leagues. In our minor leagues, yep. yeah. It's or good. Actually, he was there last year. He was there last year. Yeah. I don't know. I think he might have actually re-signed with the Marlins minor league team. Right. My recollection is he was he's released. Going, he's oh, going God. back and forth between Boston, Detroit, and Miami. Hey, was, it's like a circle. I wanted a Salta Lavacchia jersey just he, because he I, is, it could go all the way around to, like, down your side. He is an amazing person. <laughs> I think so. I have Him so. and Romine are two of the funniest people I'd ever met. Really? The Tigers. Hmm. And... I know, I don't know if you, I mean, I'm assuming you've heard this, but Tory Hunter is the, probably the gentleman of all gentlemen oh, in baseball. Oh, but in a clubhouse leader. Oh. Clubhouse leader, for sure. I, I love the one year that he was in the clubhouse that I got to work in there. That's awesome. Because he didn't care who you were. Uh-huh. He was going to talk baseball with you. He was going to show you the utmost respect. Do you see him as a manager someday? Could you see uh, possibly Tori as a manager? I think manager. he could. Yeah. I think he's he, he he's could handle enough. the press, too. Oh, he totally. 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 Yeah. 
And totally. he's not afraid to go out there and argue. No, he is not. Or strip and, and, or and strip argue. completely down and take it away from him. Hey, we, we need to round out the uh, the lineup, which is the announcing crew. Yes. I, yeah. uh, and uh, it's been announced that Matt Shepard will be the new uh, TV um, on-air guy. I'm okay with that. Uh, along with uh, uh, Kirk no. Gibson and Jack Morris. And, no. uh, I'm and, not so happy with the other. I, Jack Morris, I love him. I, I'm fine with Jack Morris. Kurt, Kurt Gibson, you're just going to drive me insane. Gibby, I know. I, I mean, I, 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 know. I, I love his insight as a player, I as a former player. I love Kurt Gibson. Je, je, but Jeff, I don't care if we talk bit, about he? a waxing Gibbous moon. <laughs> I don't care if we, we make bets on what's going to happen. Uh, the Tigers will not, unless things change, will not be playing really interesting baseball. And I think, and Gibby makes it interesting to me. That is dry humor. It's right up my alley. And, you know, there's somebody for everybody. Gibson, I don't think, will be with his health problems. I don't think he'll be on every uh, broadcast. I really like her, Gibson. In fact, I was at a clinic one time at a fantasy camp where Kirk Gibson gave a base running uh, clinic. And uh, he was talking about what you do when you come into home plate and the catcher's in your way. So you take your forearm and you give him the flipper. <laughs> well, to Not me, anymore. you've been known to I, uh, barrel through some, who, some catchers. Who was, the, who was the catcher from uh, Toronto that he did that to routinely? Do you remember? He was a guy. He was from Roseville, Michigan. I can't. I, next time we're on, we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll find the name for that one, Jess. And then, we're gonna they're gonna keep Craig Monroe. Yep. Uh, I love Simo. Yeah, keep Simo on there. I, I love Simo and I love his unique outfit. Oh, yeah, my we God. always want to oh, see yeah. what he's wearing. Give me, yeah, give me give me more Simo. Honestly, just put him back out on the field. And a gentleman will be uh, on some of the broadcasts uh, doing interviews and things, and that'll be Dan Petrie. Okay. Well, uh, we need to talk about ballpark food. Yeah. Because that's the rest, round out our the rest of, the, of the deal of going to a ball game. At my last Tiger game last year, I went to with my good friend Tim Allard. Uh, I'm trying not to eat red meat. I'm trying not to eat pork because I'm an old guy. I'm trying to keep the arteries going. Mm-hmm. So I had a vegan hot dog, which probably, it's probably if you just ate it plain. Uh-huh. It's as bad as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> However, if you put enough relish, <laughs> onions, and mustard on just about anything, it's edible. Jess, you're hiding oh. it. You're just you're hiding the fact from a true ball, like baseball experience. I'm looking uh, give at me this the photo port- and I'm trying to figure out what. <laughs> I mean. That's the that, yeah. I believe I believe a lot of ballparks obviously are going with that option well, of our, the vegan. Uh, one of our salespeople here at uh, NRM is uh, Marianne Opt, and Marianne is uh, trying to be a vegan. She's okay. She's got me into that mode. Sure. And uh, you know, so next time we go to the ballpark, at least there'll be something for her to eat. This summer, when we when we go and we watch a game together. I will try a vegan hot dog with both of you. If Ethan's willing to do also. <laughs> does it need to be a kosher vegan hot dog? I know it does not have to be kosher. Okay. 
But I feel like uh, if it's a vegan hot dog, it should be the most kosher thing ever. I, you would think. Um, <laughs> maybe you guys can talk me into that. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy you a beer afterwards too, so you can wash that down. You, you, yeah, that will definitely be needed to wash that down. Well, I'm hopeful on coming up. Uh, episodes that come up, we'll talk more about sure. uh, ballpark food. Uh, and and uh, some of the things I'd like to talk about is senior baseball, baseball for old mm-hmm. folks like mm-hmm. me. Yep. I'd like to talk about charities, sure. uh, baseball charities. Uh, so I hope uh, uh, we can develop an audience here. Yeah, definitely. And, definitely. Uh, uh, thank you guys for joining me today. Thank I'm you, happy Jess. to have you, Corey you, and yeah. Ethan. And uh, this has been Mainly Baseball.